0: Good morning on the 28th of October, I'm John Arthur, one of the product specialists at Architas, uh, and I'm delighted today that I've got Sheldon McDonald, Deputy CIO, um, and Alex Byrne, one of our Investment Managers. And uh, we can kick things off first with you Sheldon. So I know it's early stages yet, but we're coming up to perhaps a third of the way through the US earnings season, and uh, at this early stage, what, what kind of trends are we seeing come through?
1: Um, it's been quite interesting to watch earnings season unfold. On the face of it, there haven't really been many surprises. The expectations for earnings uh, this quarter were that we would see a decline of 4%. So far, it's running at a decline of 3.7%. So nothing really on the face of it there. Looking at the forward guidance that we're getting from companies, also not too much to write home about. Expectations were that we would be seeing guidance for increases of 10% for the year ahead. Those have come down marginally to guiding for increases of only about 9%. So on the face of it, not much. But what we are seeing is disparities in, in how those earnings are being delivered and which kinds of companies. So the international earners are the ones that are struggling. We've seen earnings growth from the international earners down about 10%, whereas domestically focused companies are rather flat. The international earners really are the ones bearing the brunt of the slower global growth picture,
0: the trade uncertainty, and also facing a stronger dollar. Thanks, Sean. If I could turn to you you next, Alex. Um, So Japan equities have been perhaps one of the strongest performing amongst developed markets in the the past few months, but some of the data has looked quite mixed. And what's driving this? And do you think this is a trend that we might see carrying on Mm. going forward?
2: It is a bit of a strange one, you're right, because the fundamentals and the, the data points, as you mentioned, have been definitely more mixed. The guidance from the central bank i would say or the expectation from the market of the guidance is getting worse so we had at a point almost 100 certainty that there was something more additional to be done by the central bank which has waned slightly it's now more 50 50. globally economy has been sentimentally doing better which tends to be a drag on the Japanese yen, which therefore is a headwind for Japanese equities. I think what it probably is more than anything is just a reversal of a lot of the trends that we've saw year-to-date. So um, Japan is one of the most cyclical markets, it's, it's very value-orientated, and what we've seen year-to-date is the market being you know, driven by a lot of sentiment factors or ifs and buts, I guess, to a degree. So. The, the trade war, um, Brexit, economic slowing, and a few of those factors are becoming more positive or, or less negative, I would say. So Japan, year to date, up until June, suffered the worst, and now we're seeing a bit of a rebound probably because a lot of those factors are beginning to, to wane. But it's difficult to gauge whether there's going to be longevity to that because it, it's a sentiment-driven trend, I think.
0: Thanks, Alex. Um, and, and if I move back to Sheldon, so you may need to correct me on this, but it seems on the face of it that perhaps the quantitative easing or, or the printing of money is almost restarted by the Federal Reserve. Is, is that right? Or am I getting confused there? We are monitoring the numbers. It's early days. Uh, the
1: Fed hasn't come out with a stated policy of restarting QE, um, unlike uh, the ECB, where Draghi in his last term meeting did state that they would be adding to the balance sheet, and we are expecting ECB um, QE to increase um, in December, up from $20 billion to $30 billion. So far, as I said, the US hasn't come out with a stated policy of QE, but what we have been seeing is an actual increase in the size of the balance sheet. Now, what the US is supposed to be doing is rolling over the existing holdings so as they mature, replacing that, using those proceeds of that to buy further assets. But as I said, the size of the balance sheet does seem to be increasing, so it's perhaps QE by the back door. All eyes will be on the Fed this week when the meeting that is happening this week. What will they do on rates? But also,
0: will there be a statement on QE? Thanks, definitely one to watch very closely. Um, and if I turn next to, to you, Alex, um, uh, is there anything you've got particularly um, that you're watching very closely for the week ahead in terms of numbers coming out and data? What, what are you most focused on?
2: So it's, it's earnings season in, in most markets at the moment, so the earnings are definitely um, one to watch, and we are getting more positively in some places. So Europe looks fairly positive and in line with expectations. So places like um, Asia and, and Japan, they're looking a little bit weaker. Uh, This week, we've also got the GDP out for the European Union as a whole. Um, It's fairly conservative, but given the way the earnings are coming through, there could be some potential positive on the upside there as well.
1: And of course, to jump in from the UK side, of course, we're watching developments on Brexit. At the moment, we still don't know whether uh, the EU will grant an extension, although the indications do seem to be that they will allow an extension, But uh, the next step is uh, a general election here in the UK. Will we have one? When will we have one? And so on. So watch the space.
0: OK, thank you very much, Sean and Alex, and have a good day. Thanks. Thank you.